Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Point to the logo on my chest and tell them. Slam me. Ego. Slam me. Ego. Slam me. Ego. Slam me. Hey. Hit it up hard. Hit it with strike. From the national anthem to the bottom of the night. I'm in. Slam me. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 323 of the Talking Fires podcast and YouTube show. Ben Fadden here today, episode 323 on January 23rd, 2023. Lots of 23s there. Uh, and 23 coming back this season for Nano Tatis Jr. All right, so I wanted to get into this today. Hopefully everyone is doing well. Do the Padres need to make another move before spring training? My answer right out of the gate to that is no. And you can give your thoughts in the comments here live on YouTube or if you're on replay, give them in the comments. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, you can give your thoughts just in the comments if you go to the YouTube or you can tag me on social media, whatever. Um, I would say no. Now, what were the Padres' boxes that they needed to check this offseason? There were a few, maybe more than a few, right? You wanted to keep the bullpen strong, right? And they've done that. Robert Suarez, Jose Lopez, Sean Poppin they brought in. Uh, they, they're getting Drew Pomerantz back, right? They obviously still have Josh Hader. Yeah, Pierce Johnson left. But they still have Steven Wilson, and they have Chris Matt, right? 
they have a lot of quality names there. I, I didn't even mention Luis Garcia. So I, I, I like the bullpen. They kept the bullpen strong. They also filled out the rotation, right? They added depth. Now, is the rotation as strong as it can be or maybe as strong as it should be in October of 2023? Probably not, but they don't need it to be as strong as it needs to be in 2023 right now. What they needed to do, needed to do this offseason was fill out the rotation. You know, get names that can make starts, and I think they've done that. They've had depth arms. They've added depth arms along with Lugo and Martinez, right? With Honeywell and Tehran and Wilmer Font and Morahone, Groom, Weathers, right? They didn't add those last three, but you get my point. Those guys were already in the system. They have a lot of depth arms in case injuries happen. And they added, they brought back Martinez, essentially added him still though, because he was a free agent. So there's your four starter or five. And then they brought in Lugo to be a four or a five. I don't, I've said this numerous times. I don't think Seth Lugo's going to be a, a starting pitcher the entire season, but I think he can still be a quality starter, at least to begin the season, the first couple months, see what you can get out of him. And then if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. He can help you in the bullpen. We know he can help you in the bullpen. He was a high leverage reliever for the Mets last year, right? Against the Padres in the wild card series. Like, he can be impactful in whatever role the Padres put him in. Or maybe not like that, but he can be, he'll be impactful regardless of, re of what role the Padres put him in. That's what I meant to say. Starting, if he works there, great. He works there. If he doesn't, you can put him in the bullpen, and that makes the bullpen stronger, right? And you can still add. There's always time, there's still time to add to the rotation. As, all the way up to the trade deadline. You can add. Trade, free agency, you can add, right? Free agent, the group of free agents right now, it's not particularly strong, but you can add there if you need to. Trade market, yes, Pablo Lopez is gone, but there's still other Miami starters that they could trade. There's still other starters that are out there on the market. There are other starters that will become available that aren't available right now because that team is trying to win at least to begin the year. And then as we get down the line before the trade deadline, that team might realize, eh, we're not going to win this year. Maybe we should trade this guy to get something back before he hits free agency. So the Padres could do like they did before this trade deadline, this past season's trade deadline with Josh Bell or Brandon Jury, right? So they checked that box, I think, filling out the rotation. They added quality depth in the outfield. David Dahl they added, right? I think some people forget about him. He's, it seems like he's been working his butt off this offseason. He was once an all-star. They added Adam Engel, who is probably another Trent Grisham. That's what it seems like. Great in the field, really good speed. Uh, but the bat isn't great. Uh, Grisham has better potential offensively. But that's a quality four, fourth, probably fifth outfielder. Uh, I think he's better than Azokar. He's like another Azokar. Probably a little bit better with the bat, but he's not at Grisham's level. But he, still, he can still be a quality depth outfield piece and then they improved the offense bringing in Xander Bogarts right that was huge we were not expecting or I was not at least maybe you guys were expecting it but I was not expecting Xander Bogarts to be added to the Padres lineup you know and that automatically makes the Padres lineup better right with 
Tatis coming back, and Manny, and Soto, and Bogarts. You have a big four right there, a big five if you want to include Jake Cronenworth, which he's my favorite player, so I, I want to include him in that. But we know, like, throughout the country, people are going to be looking at it as the big, you know, four. They're going to be looking at the core four, right, at least for this season, those big four guys. Jake Cronenworth's probably not going to be in that. But Padres fans will probably put him in there because we know how good he can be. But yeah, they they improved the offense, right? Xander, Matt Carpenter, Nelson Cruz, uh, Nando returning, right? You got to act like that's an offseason addition because they made it to the NLCS last year without him. And now you're adding one of the best players in baseball when healthy back into the lineup. So Matt Carpenter, health is going to be a, a big question, right? But you know what? That's the risk the Padres are taking. But if he is healthy, I mean, look what he did last year. I have no reason to believe that that's not going to continue. I'm not, ex don't get me wrong here. I'm not expecting Matt Carpenter to be Babe Ruth the whole season, but I'm expecting him to be an impact bat for the Padres if he's healthy because I'm expecting him to build off of or continue doing what he was doing with the Yankees that brought him success, right? And I was encouraged by his comments that he made in the introductory Zoom press conference that he had with the San Diego media, talking about how I didn't come for the weather, I came here to win, right? And he wants to be part of this group that does something for the first time in San Diego, which is win a World Series title, right? Potter's never done that, obviously, in the franchise's history. So he wants to do that. Um, and, and Nelson Cruz, right? I don't know how much of an impact that he's going to be, but he's going to be better than last year. I would throw last year right out the window for Nelson Cruz. And if you look at his career, that's not Nelson Cruz, right? He was dealing with that eye problem. He had eye surgery, I think it was this past October, after the Nationals season was over. Um, that's partly why he was struggling. Uh, and he has admitted that. And if you go look on uh, his Instagram or whatever, I think it's Instagram, all of his workouts, like this guy works his butt off. You wonder why he's still playing at the age of 42 or however old he is. It's because of the work that he puts in in the gym and all that. Like Manny, he is inspired by Nelson Cruz. He wants to play till he's 40, 42, 43, like Nelson Cruz is doing. Um, and he's so I think Nelly, he's going to be, he can be impactful in the lineup. He feasts off of left handed pitching. So him and Carpenter can make a good platoon there at the DH spot, which I think is an upgrade. If those guys stay healthy and they continue mashing off of Carpenter, Carpenter mashing off of righties, Cruz mashing off of lefties, if they can continue doing that, that's an upgrade over what the Padres had last year, right, with Myers or Drury or Bell, right? Um, you know, Bell had potential, but he didn't really live up to it here, right? And I'm not paying him. What do you get, like $16 million a year from Cleveland or something like that? No, I'm good. Um, so I think that can be an upgrade. Nelson Cruz, he's 42 right now. I think it's going to be his age 40, 43 season uh, with the Padres. So they upgraded the lineup. You can check that box. You know, so again, to go back and review this offseason, what did we want for the Padres this offseason? It was to check the following boxes. Keep the bullpen strong. They did that, right? And bringing back Robert Suarez was a big part in that. Second box, filling out the rotation. They did that. Again, not making the rotation as good as it can be. I think they're waiting on that to see the right move. 
or just seeing if Seth Lugo can work as a starter, if Nick Martinez can work as a starter, if Adrian Morahone can be healthy, right? But that's okay. I think this team is a postseason team right now. That's all we want, right? We want this team to be a postseason team. And then we want this team to go win the World Series. So if they don't have the pieces necessary, like in the rotation, to go win a World Series right now, that's fine with me. I want them to have the pieces necessary to make the postseason. And then before the trade deadline, that's when I need them to have the pieces necessary to go win a World Series, right? So that's kind of my viewpoint on this. Another box that they checked, right? Depth moves in the rotation because injuries can't happen. Injuries probably will happen because they happen every year, right? And the World Baseball Classic happening during spring training, that's going to throw a wrench into this, right? With guys throwing and for the different countries, and they're probably going 100% effort because it's the WBC. This isn't just spring training games, right? You're trying to win for your country. We know how competitive those games can be. So adding depth this offseason, I think, was huge for the Padres with Tehran and Font and Honeywell. There's other arms as well, but those are just some main arms there, right? So they check that box. They check the quality depth in the outfield with Dahl and Angle, right? They improve the offense, as I touched on, with Carpenter and Cruz, right? Veterans, guys that can create a good platoon. And bringing in Sandra Bogarts was huge, not just for this season, but we have him for the next decade, right? I don't know how that contract's going to look you know, at the back end, right? But the Padres are trying to win right now, and Xander Bogarts is a player that you want if you're trying to win right now, right? He improved his defense last year as well. Did the Padres improve their defense? Maybe. Probably their first base defense, and we know Hassan Kim's great defensively at second base, and Bogarts improved last year at shortstop, and Manny is Manny, right? Best third baseman in baseball, not just according to Padres fans now, but according to MLB Network as well, right? They got that right. And then in the outfield, Tatis, we'll see what he'll be in the outfield. I think moving Soto over to left when Tatis comes back, I think that improves Soto a little bit, or maybe not improves him, but it puts him in a better spot because there's less room to cover in left field than there is in right field at Petco, right? And then Grish, we know Grish in center. You have Adam Engel in center field. Um, so if Grisham's not playing, Azokar can be there as well. Like, I think you can make the argument that they improved their defense this year as well. So they checked a lot of boxes. The bullpen, the rotation, the depth moves, the offense. That's what we wanted, right? And we got that. Is the rotation as strong as it could be? No. But it doesn't need to be as strong as it could be right now, right? Don't try to out-happy happy, if that makes sense, by, like, forcing a Ha-Sung Kim trade or forcing a Trent Grisham trade, right? I think Jim Harbaugh said it when he declined one of the NFL jobs um, and took his name out of the running. Don't try to out-happy happy. He was He's happy at Michigan as being the coach. We're happy right now, or at least I am. I'm happy with this Padres team right now going into spring training. I don't want to force a move because, again, injuries can happen like at the World Baseball Classic or at the middle of the season, or excuse me, not the middle, but the beginning of the season, the middle of spring training is what I meant to say. Injuries can happen. Other things can happen here. And so if you force a Kim trade, maybe that comes and bites you in the butt, right? Because Tanner Houck or another starting pitcher 
isn't the guy that you thought he could be or you know he doesn't live up to the potential and someone gets hurt and now your defense is compromised or just your team overall is compromised you know so these trades that happen that could happen and there are proposals and hypotheticals that are being thrown around around Kim or Grisham or other players like these are hypotheticals you know fans we're going to do that right but the Padres they need to think about everything right don't try to out happy happy don't force trades at the beginning of the season I'd rather have them try to force something before the trade deadline because they're seeing oh well we need to fix this hole here if we want to be a play if we want to be a a World Series contender here but we don't know what the team's going to look like in a few months if guys are going to exceed their potential or, or reach the potential right we don't know so don't for, don't try to force stuff that that's that's kind of where i'm at right now about the padres needing to make a move i don't think that they need to make a move um before spring training was there any other points that i wanted to make on that I don't think so. Again, just yeah, don't forcing trades. Uh, that's not that's not something that's smart, right? All right, I'm gonna get to the chat here. It's probably gonna be a shorter episode here, uh, but you know it's it, it's January in the off season. We'll get to the chat, uh, but first, this episode is sponsored by Gaglione Bros Famous Cheese Steaks and Garlic Fries. Their main location is on Friars Road. And you can visit gaglionebros.com for their menu and contact information. You can also enjoy their cheesesteaks and fries at Petco Park and inside Snapdragon Stadium. All right, so let's get to the chat here. Padre Bod says needed? No. Yep, so he's kind of on the same wavelength as I am. Jaime says yes, one starter, pitcher, and good outfield. See, I, I can the Padres at, can they make the rotation better? Yes, they can. Can they add an outfielder to improve the outfield depth? Yes, they can. I think they probably should. I'd like them to before the trade deadline. I don't think that they need to do that right now because maybe they force something. Maybe they think, maybe some in their front office are like, well, I don't really like the outfield construction right now. Uh, I, I don't really believe. And Grish, let's go trade him. Well, what if Grish ends up living up to his potential this year with another team? And you're regretting that. You go and get another starting pitcher because you're like, well, saw what last year Grish did in the regular season, and we need another starting pitcher. You know, the starting pitching rotation could be better. Let's go get a starting pitcher that we think could live up to potential. Well, how is that going to work out? We don't know, right? And I know in trades you do have to take risks, right? Sometimes you have to say, yeah, I'm willing to take that risk. But do they need to take that risk right now? No. I think it's better to just wait. And you talk about good outfield. We can go back to the Jerks and Profar conversation. I don't see him coming back to the Padres in free agency. They're like $3 million away from the $273 million luxury tax threshold. If they go over it, then they have to, I believe, their draft picks go lower. So they don't get as good of a draft pick. And then they also have to pay a higher tax on the money that they spend over that threshold. I think it goes, I think they have to pay 75% of however much money they go over the threshold. 
So like if they spend $10 million over the threshold, what's 75% of that? They'd have to spend, they'd be spending not just 10 million, they'd be spending what, 17 and a half mil? Because you tax the 10 mil, you tax 75% of the 10 mil. I think I have that right. If I have it wrong, someone can point me in the right direction there, but I think I have that right. Jaime says need to extend Darvish too. That's another thing, you know, that's something we can get into, extending Manny, extending Darvish, but I guess I'm just, I'm talking about, I'm focusing on just moves to improve this team's roster, like boxes we wanted them to check for this year's roster. Yes, I do want them to extend Manny. I do want them to extend Darvish, but those things can happen during the season as well. They can happen after the All-Star break even, or after the trade deadline even, right? Because they have sole exclusive rights um, exclusive negotiating rights to Darvish, to Manny, because they're on the Padres, right? Other teams can't go talking to them. So yeah, I agree with that, Jaime, about extending Darvish, but I guess I'm just talking about this year's team improving this year's team. Pedro says, these power hitters are going to slug our way to a 100-plus win season, letting bullpen and starters be fresh. I hope so. Uh, yeah, because if they score a bunch of runs, then maybe Bob Melvin is more willing to not have Musgrove go seven innings every start or, try, you know, be like, oh, I'll let you go seven. Maybe he says, no, we'll let you go six because we have big leads constantly. I mean, that's what you want, right? And not just for the pitching, but because that's going to make us feel better, right? The offense, it's performing. You know, you don't need these amazing starts from starting pitchers every night. Uh, Kyle says, I know everyone loves Hassan Kim, but I think the Padres need a big bat for first base. Crony is an all-star second baseman, and it doesn't make sense to move him from second to first. I don't know the answer for first, but they need someone with a big bat at first. Well, look, I disagree there because they do have big, they have big bats elsewhere in the lineup. They have a big bat in Manny Machado. They have a big bat in Xander Bogarts. Maybe not like 30 home run bat, but he's an all-star. They have a big bat in Fernando when he comes back. They have a big bat in, uh, excuse me, Soto, right? Who can hit 30 home runs if he wants to, right? But he's a line drive hitter. But they have, they have big bats. I care about scoring runs, and I think this lineup can score a lot of runs with Jake Cronenworth still at first base. Like, this guy is a line drive hitter. I hope he gets back more to that in 2023. I think last year he tried to elevate the ball more, and maybe he stops trying to do that with the shift going away this year. Maybe he benefits from that. But he, he seems more, he seems like one of those pure hitters. Like he goes oppo, he can go oppo, but his power is pull. So maybe, I don't know what the shift will do. Uh, it'll probably improve his numbers a little bit, but. It'll probably improve a lot of people's numbers, a lot of players. So we'll see what the the ultimate effect of that is. Uh, but no, I, I disagree. I mean, I think the Padres, they're prioritizing defense with the shift going away, and you have a very good infield defense, probably the best infield defense in baseball, I would think. Um, there's probably some other teams that could contend with that, but Manny at third base, very, very good defensively. I don't care that the metrics weren't very friendly to him last year. People that watch Manny Machado play every day at third base, they know how talented this guy is, right? Xander Bogarts improved at shortstop last year. Ha Sung Kim is great defensively, right? That's his strong suit. And Jake Cronenworth, he is great defensively as well. 
We saw that he was great defensively at second base. I think he can be that at first base. It's not like he's going and playing first base and he's never played first base before, right? He's played first base before. This isn't a Jazz Chisholm situation with the Marlins where he's going from the infield to center field and he's never played it before. I think Chisholm's actually going to do well, believe it or not, but um, that's not what this situation is. So um, I disagree with that point, Kyle, about Crony. Like, yeah, we looked at, you know, if you go back to MLB Network's top 10 first base list that they had, I think it was last week, you look at those names and it was Pete Alonzo and Freddie Freeman and Paul Goldschmidt and Matt Olson, right? What do those names have in common? Power, right? They're the, they're the typical first baseman, right? You think of power, bigger first baseman. But that's okay. The Padres, they don't need that. You need that if you're a team that needs your first baseman to have a bunch of power. Would it be nice if Jake has 30 home runs? Yeah, but that's not who he is. They have 30 home runs elsewhere, right? I guarantee you, those t- some other teams in baseball, would the Cardinals take the Padres infield? Would the Padres take... Or let me, let me re- say that question. Would the, Pod- or would the Cardinals take the Padres lineup if they had to have Jake Cronenworth at first instead of Goldschmidt? I think they would. I mean, they have a talented lineup with Contreras and Goldie and Arenado, right? Like, there's talent there. But you'd rather have that lineup over having Soto, Tatis, Manny, Bogarts, Cronoworth, Carpenter, Cruz. Grisham's going to be better this year. No, probably, you probably take the Padres lineup, right? The Padres have one of the best lineups in baseball. I think it's better than the Cardinals. I think it's better than a lot of teams in baseball. Who are the teams that could say they have a better lineup than the Padres on paper? There's no team in baseball that can say that they have a better probably top four when Tatis is healthy. Um, the Astros probably will say that they have a better lineup, and I probably agree with that, like top to bottom. But who else? The Dodgers don't. I don't think so. On paper, I don't. The Mets you can make a case for. The Braves, they, they're talented every year. Uh, but I like the Padres lineup. And so my point there, Kyle, is crony – I think he's going to be good defensively at first. I think Kim's going to be good defensively at second. And they're going to get plenty of power elsewhere in the lineup. At least that's what on paper it says, right? But the game's not played on paper, so we'll see. You might end up being right. Um, Carson says, not going to lie, I'm a little concerned if they don't add at least another starter soon. It's not going to be good. Pitching should have been the priority in free agency. I think pitching was one of the priorities. I mean, they brought back Nick Martinez. They brought back Robert Suarez. They brought in Seth Lugo, um, who seems like they're high on. I know what you're talking about, like starting pitching, like the big guys, maybe Carlos Rodon, uh, but he wanted to be a Yankee, it seems like, and I'm fine with them not giving him six years for whatever whatever it was. What, what was it, 162 or something like that? It was a good amount. Whatever. Uh, Kodai Senga, right? I know there was... A lot of buzz about him and the Padres potentially landing him. So there was probably disappointment there that they didn't land Senga. Uh, but look, free agency is not the only route, right? We know A.J. Preller. He loves making trades. He's probably thinking about a potential trade that he can make right now as I'm speaking. Um, different trade scenarios. So a trade could be coming. I mean, they dealt for Shamanaya in spring training. You know, different things can happen. A.J. never sleeps. So um, I'm not ruling out other moves. I just don't think that they need to make moves right now. I think that they should just go into spring training with what they have and see what they have in those pieces, and then you can make moves and adjust before 
you're not allowed to right before that trade deadline but the trade deadline's a long ways away obviously we're it's january 23rd you know um but yeah i see why fans carson are a little concerned if they don't add at least another starter but that's because our expectations probably were that we were going to have a better rotation than what it is right now on paper going into the season. But again, what I care about is what it looks like before the trade deadline, before the trade deadline, before the trade deadline ends. That's what I think. Because I think this team right now on paper, it's good enough to be a postseason team. I don't know about a World Series team, but that's where, you know, Preller works his magic before the trade deadline happens. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Uh, if anyone wants to join the stream, would you guys be interested? I know the podcast people are like, I, I don't care because it's the podcast. Would you guys be interested in me dropping the link and then maybe you could give your thoughts on the show here? If you are interested, let me know and I could uh, put the link in there. Maybe some of you guys are at work. Yeah, David, I agree. Hope Fernando stays healthy too. Yeah. Jaime says, Crony needs to play his natural position, that is second base. If he plays first, it might affect his hitting. I disagree. When you're up there at the plate, and I know I'm comparing like high school to major leagues, but when I was playing, I wasn't think. when I was at the plate, I'm not thinking, oh, I'm not playing my normal position, so my hitting's going to be messed up here. No, you're thinking about hitting the ball. So I, I definitely don't agree with that. Let me check the chat here. Is anyone interested in coming on the stream here? Coming on the show? I can drop the link if you want to come join. All right. I'll check the bottom here again, but uh, let me go back up to the chat here. Yeah, I agree, David. Yeah, that's what I said. What position you play on defense should not affect your offense. Yeah. You're... you're when you're in the box, you're not thinking about, oh, I'm playing first, not second. You're thinking about hitting the ball. Uh, did anyone did anyone see Kim's Twitter representative kind of pissed at Preller? I did not see that. I don't know what you're even referring to.
Uh, Kyle says, are we all really blind to the fact that if you take away from Kim's defense, he is not a good hitter? I disagree. He's not a great hitter. He's not on Juan Soto's level or Manny's level, but I don't think the Padres are expecting that from him. If we look at his numbers compared, and you compare his numbers, right, from 2021 to 2022 and seeing his development, right, it's better. It's much better. He was a five-plus war player last year, according to baseball reference. Some of that's, most of it's probably from the defense. But look at the numbers. When he got more consistent at bats in 2022, he was a better player than 2021. 2022 had a 251 average, 202 in 2021. 2022 had a 325 on base percentage, 270 on base percentage in 2021. 2022 slugging, 383 slugging in 2021 was 352. OPS in 2022, 708. 2021, 622 OPS. OPS plus, huge difference. 2021, it was 73. This past season, 2022, it was 107. So there's a jump there. He's getting better. They gave him consistent at-bats, and you're seeing the improvement. Why should I think that the improvement's not going to continue in the third year? You know, so I disagree. I disagree, Kyle. I think he's a, maybe he's not a great hitter, right? I'd agree with that, but he is improving. He still can provide value to the Padres offensively, but he's going to be at the bottom of the lineup. It's not like they're putting him in their third. Yeah, I'd be concerned if he was like the three hitter, but he's going to be what, the seven hitter, seven or eight hitter, probably seven. I mean, I'm not too concerned about that. Uh, Pedro says something about Preller telling him to report to Padre Spring Training before practicing with Korean team for WBC. Uh, you're probably reading into that too much. I did not see that, but even if that did happen, okay. I mean, what's the big deal with that? I think they're going to report to Spring Training, and then they're going to start training with their other teams. So they'll probably report to Spring Training. The teams will probably check on their health, and if there's red flags, then they'll probably say you can't play in the WBC. If there's no red flags, then they'll they'll probably confirm that they can go away from the club for a couple weeks at max, because that's how long it is, and then go play for Korea, or Darvish play for Japan, Martinez for USA, Manny and Soto and Cruz for the DR, right? Uh, Preston says, Kim, Eggy Rosario, Lesko for Burns and Woodruff. Well, the Brewers would not do that. That's not enough. Are the Brewers really trying to go all in and win right now? I mean, what's their version of going all in, right? I don't, I don't know what it, I mean, they traded Hader, right? If they're going all in, they weren't going to trade Hader last year. Um, but they wouldn't do that. Lesko is probably a question mark in Milwaukee's eyes because he hasn't even pitched yet for the Padres. He's rehabbing from Tommy John. Eggy Rosario, is he like this great starting player? No. Um, Hassan Kim, does that do it for them? They have Willie Adamas at shortstop. You know, they have Luis Arias who they can put at short or third. So, no, I, I don't, that's not going to do it for them. They're give, then you give, or for Milwaukee, you give up your two best starters, Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff. Like, you think Kirsten Yelich would be happy about that? For that return? No. Yeah, Kyle, you say I like that idea. Yeah, the Padres would like that. They get 
Burns and Woodruff, of course, but the Brewers would definitely say no to that. Okay, I'm just continuing to go through the chat here. YouTube user says, please don't let Kim go. Mills, I hope Bob doesn't let these guys do seven innings every freaking outing again. They all look tired against the Phillies. Well, for Musgrove and Darvish, like, those are exceptions. Like, yeah, you can have them go seven innings. That's that's what they do. That's what they want to do. They're competitors. They're your best pitchers. Like, I understand that. Starters, if they're allowed, if they're pitching well enough, you let them go seven innings. Maybe not every start, right? You're, you are trying to preserve them for the postseason. But, yes, I agree. Like, Letting Shamaniah go seven innings a bunch, or if they would let like Martinez go seven innings a bunch, I wouldn't want that. So I agree with that. Like, but the guy or Snell going seven innings, the Cardinals start late in the year. Yeah, you let him go because he's pitching great. But beginning of the year and all that, I understand that not letting him go seven innings, uh, and that's where the bullpen comes in. But I like the bullpen. You also need, but it is a measure. You have to, it's it's a balance act. I guess that's what I meant to say. Because you have to balance resting your starters, right? Okay, you're getting to rest your starters, but then you're taxing your bullpen early in the year. And then what if what if the starters don't pitch well in the second half and your bullpen has to get taxed even more, right? That's what happened a little bit in 2021, you know? So it, it, it is a balancing act, if you understand what I'm saying there. Uh, Kelly says we need another starter. The reason is for a six-man rotation for possible injury. If we know AJ, he has a plan in place to bring in another starter at some point this season. I think I agree at some point this season. I, but the question here for this episode, do the Padres need to make another move before spring training? I don't think that they do. Don't try to out-happy-happy happy by forcing a trade or forcing a free agent signing, right? Uh, and going over the luxury tax for some guy that's not going to put you over the top. Um, and with the six-man thing, they did do it last year. I think some guys liked it, but some guys probably didn't. I, I think if you would put a lie detector test on like Darvish or Musgrove, they'd probably say, "No, I want a five-man. I don't, you know, I, I want, I want to start more." And for the Padres' sake, don't you want Musgrove and Darvish starting more, like your best starters starting more? Uh, and we're not. Some fans aren't confident in this five-man rotation. So you're going to be confident in adding another guy into the rotation. And I'm not saying like you're adding Corbin Burns into it, and, and now you have a six-man. I'm saying you're adding like Jay Groom into it. So you don't like the five-man with Martinez and Lugo there. So you're going to like a six-man, where you're adding another question mark into it. You know. So no, I, I don't see. Oh, sorry, my camera started jiggling. Um, I don't see that the Padres are going to employ a six-man rotation. Maybe they'll do it a little bit, but I don't see them doing doing it for a long period of time. Yeah, and Carpenter, Kirsten says Carpenter could play first. He'll get some first-base playing time as well uh, against righties, probably tough righties that Kim that the Padres don't want Kim in the lineup to face. Yeah, you put Crony over to second, Carpenter at first. You have Cruz DH. Yeah, they'll do that. And when Tatis DHs, right? Because they're not going to put him in the outfield every day when he comes back. I don't think that would be smart. So, yeah. We'll see that. 
So, you know, when Tatis is DHing, they'll have Carpenter at first. Probably. And have Crone be at second. Pedro says, I have psychic abilities, 120 wins. Sweep the playoffs, first Padres titles, 2023. Uh, all right, well, I don't think that's going to be correct. Uh, 120 wins. What was the Mariners? What was They won like 116 games. Mariners, win total, win record. It was, yeah, 116 games. That's the most a team has won, right? And they got knocked out in the first round. I'm good. I don't need 120 wins. Well, if it's 120, like, including the postseason, okay. So, you win 13. It's 13 wins that you need if you play the wild card, right? Four, four. Four in the World Series, four in the NLCS, four, no, three in the DS, eight, 11, yeah, 13. Sorry, I can't do math right now. 13 wins that they would need, and you add that on to the regular season, so that would be 107 wins. That doesn't beat the Dodgers 111 from last year, but I don't care what their win record is for the regular season as long as they make the postseason. And they have the team firing on all cylinders like last year. And then, uh, I mean, that, that's what I care about, right? They have the pitching necessary to go win. That's what I care about. Kyle's saying, all I was saying that you need to take, all I was saying is that you need to take Kim's bat out of the lineup and keep Crony at second. There isn't a big drop-off from Kim's defense to Crony's defense, and maybe there is a drop-off in defense. I don't think there's a drop-off in defense because if you put Crony at second, you're gonna great, are you going to get great defense out of Matt Carpenter at first? I don't think so. Uh, but I understand your point about Kim's bat taking it out of the lineup. They will do that sometimes against certain righties, but... Um, I think that they're expecting further development and more improvement for Kim in his third year. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say Grisham is going to be a lot better, and I will even guess he will hit 250 and 20-plus bombs. Lineup's too good around him. Uh, I would like that. Yeah, I would sign up for that. I'm not. I'm not asking Trent to, you know, hit 300 this year not at all i'm asking him to just improve and find some more power continue to play great defense and center that's what i'm asking i mean yeah they have they have a good lineup around him so if he just improve the the average right get on base more it doesn't even i mean if he gets on base more you would think that the average is going to go up so get on base more don't strike out as much, especially looking, right? At least go down swinging and find some more power there, right? Get some more potential because there's potential in the, with that power. You know, he sucked last year offensively and he hit like 17 home runs in the regular season. And we saw what he did in the postseason. So if he can just do what he did in the postseason a little more consistently, I'm not asking him to turn into Barry Bonds or anything, but just do it a little more consistently, then I'll be I'll be very happy with Trent as our nine hitter uh youtube user says 
I'm not just saying YouTube user. That's what this guy's username is. Uh, guy or girl. Sorry, I don't know who you are. You are my favorite YouTube podcast. Thank you for your insight. Oh, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in here. I appreciate it. I love, I love interacting with you guys. Hopefully, I'm the most interactive YouTube channel out there. Uh, I don't get to your chat like throughout every episode, like throughout the whole thing. But I always get to everyone, or almost everyone. I try to at the end once I get my thoughts out there. Kyle, Kyle says, I think I'm done with my opinion since Ben doesn't agree with anything I say. No, keep, keep giving your opinion out there, and I'll just keep giving my opinion back. It's, it's definitely nothing personal. Just Padres fans talking baseball. There's diff- Look, that's the great thing about baseball, right? You know, With football and all that, you know who's starting, right? You know who's playing what position. With baseball, I mean, we can have these talks. What should the lineup be? Who should be playing what position? You know, who should be in the lineup against certain days? And, you know, when guys are slumping, should they be playing? Um, So, yeah, it's great. It's just great discussion. Irie says, I don't like Fernando leading off. If you guys remember, a lot of solo home runs led to lost games, especially in 2021. Yeah, but if you look at the lineup, like Fernando's most comfortable in uh, leadoff. That's what it seems like. And he... When he was in like the three spot in 2021, at least what I remember, it seemed like he was trying to swing out of his shoes and he was trying to turn into a power hitter when what they needed was Fernando to, to just be Fernando. Like, I'll take a solo home run because here's the difference. Who was the three, four hitter in 2021? I know Manny was there. We don't have, here, here we go, 2021 Padres, right? Let's just look at what that lineup was. Okay. Hosmer was not, or he's not on this team anymore, okay? Eric Hosmer was not hitting third or fourth. He's not going to be. That's what I'm saying. He's not going to be in 2023. That's the difference here. We have Soto behind Tatis, who wasn't there in 2021. We have Manny. We have Bogarts. We have Cronenworth, right? Carpenter and Cruz. Like, there's talent around him to drive him in. And even if he does have a solo home run, all right, they're up one nothing. I'm fine with that. You have Manny and Bogarts and Soto after him that can also hit home runs and get on base, and Bogarts can hit a three-run home run or a two-run home run, and now it's three runs. You know, it's, it's not like Fernando's the only hitter in the lineup and you're having him hit leadoff, and it's a bunch of solo home runs, and then there's nothing after that. If it's a solo home run, all right, I'll take the run, and I expect that there's going to be offense coming in after that, if that makes sense. Uh, SR Tarlo Tarlo disagree uh, about the being happy with the rotation because of depth. We shouldn't force a trade out of desperation, but we need to cover the back end. We'll be stronger with Martinez and Lugo in the pen. I agree. I think the Padres would be stronger with someone like Pablo Lopez in the rotation and Martinez or Lugo in the pen. I think Lugo makes the bullpen stronger if he doesn't work out on the rotation and they add a starter. But I'm talking about right now. I I totally agree with your point. Before the trade deadline, if they don't get another starting pitcher, I'll probably be frustrated if things turn out the way I think they're going to turn out, with Lugo probably not being very effective in the rotation, or at least one of those two guys, Martinez or Lugo. Um, I think that they should add another start. 
another starting pitcher. But right now, I'm fine with being happy with this team, if that makes sense. Like, I'm happy with where the team is at right now in the point in the point that we're in in this calendar year. Yeah, I'm more of the viewpoint right now because it's not the trade deadline right now. It's before the season starts, before spring training. Let's see what we have and then go from there. Because some guys are going to outperform. Some guys might underperform. And you know what? That's going to be disappointing. But AJ and the front office will be able to see that and say, hey, okay, we need to go upgrade that spot that we didn't think or maybe didn't think that we, that we needed to upgrade going into spring training. Steve with a question here. What is Grisham doing to improve his hitting? I mean, we don't know. I'm not in his training sessions, but he works out with Matt Carpenter in the offseason, and Matt Carpenter, he was speaking very positively of Grish during his intro press conference and uh, how hard Grish works and all that. So he's trying to improve, I guess. I mean, I'm assuming that. Maybe he's not trying to improve, but if he's not trying to improve, then I don't want him on the team. But no, I believe in Grish. I think he's going to improve. He can't have a worse year, right? So I'm looking at that positively. Positively, I'm looking at the guys that are around him in the lineup. Like, there's enough talent for me being okay with Grisham being the nine hitter and hitting 20 home runs maybe and getting on base more with Tatis coming up behind him and Soto and Manny and Bogarts and Crony, you know. Uh, Pedro says the most real and definitely knows his Padres facts. Unlike John and Jim, they're Padre fan imposters. <laughs> no, they're Padre fans. They're critical. I'm critical of the team. They're critical of the team. There's some people that want to just wave the pom poms all the time. And maybe you think that I wave the pom poms more than I should, but I know I'm giving you my honest opinion. If this was before the trade deadline and this is what the team looked like, I would say, no, I'm not happy with this roster right now. They need to go make another move. They need to go get another starting pitcher. I wouldn't be comfortable with Seth Lugo being on the mound, starting a game and asking him to give me five, six innings, right? But right now, we don't know what he's going to do as a starting pitcher, right? I want to see that. I want to see what some other guys can give me before forcing it, like, or maybe at that time before the trade deadline, it's not going to be forcing a trade. It's going to be making a trade that they're comfortable with because they've seen what other guys have done on the roster and they like what they're getting back. But right now, it seems like if they make a trade, they'd probably be forcing that trade. Right? At least that's, that's, that's my viewpoint on it. All right. See you, Kyle. Yeah, see that you're leaving. So he says, I'm out, but I'll be back for you to turn down my ideas. <laughs> Maybe I'll accept some of them. Maybe I'll like some of them. Whenever someone makes a good point, I, I say good point. I, I think I said that a couple times last episode. Carson says, would you rather extend Snell or Darvish? I'd probably rather extend Darvish. Yeah. Because I think Darvish is going to be a couple years. Snell, you'd probably have to invest like five or six years. Like Rodon. He's probably going to be asking for a Rodon contract. And you know Boris. Um, if you're taking... If, here, if you're guaranteeing that Snell can pitch like the second half Snell every year, 
then probably Snell because you can get him for a longer contract. He's younger. But with Darvish, like, he's more consistent. And I, I, I do trust him more than Blake Snell. And he, he'd be cheaper than, a, than Blake Snell. Yeah, I see this in the comments. Irie says, Blake lives in Seattle. They're contending, so that makes me worry. Maybe he goes to the Mariners. I mean, that would be a great rotation. It already is a solid rotation. And I'm definitely happy for Mariners fans. You know, they were kind of in our boat, right? Missing the playoffs for a long time. And now they're, they're definitely on the rise. They're, I'd expect them to be a postseason team this year. And at some point in the next few years, they're probably going to win the division at some point. I don't think it's this year. I really That Astros team, man, they are stacked again. Uh, they brought in Jose Abreu to improve their lineup. I mean, they lose Justin Verlander, and they're like, no, nah, it's fine. We're, we like we like our pitching. Like They're stacked. They're the team to beat, in, probably in major, all of Major League Baseball. All right, I think that's going to do it here. I've gone through the chat. There's nothing else I uh, wanted to touch on. So episode 323, Talking Friars, is done. Thank you so much for watching on YouTube or listening to the podcast here. Uh, I really appreciate it. You can find me on social media at Talking Friars. Again, I appreciate your time. Have a great Monday. Oh, wait, we have a super chat here. Uh, Pedro says, sorry, I don't know if how delayed this is. So if I close it out before you get a comment and I'm, I apologize just in the future, uh, Pedro says one thing you want to see this year that excites you a super chat here. I appreciate that. One thing I, I want to see that excites you, uh, Fernando returning and just being an MVP candidate that excites me. Uh, Manny extension. I want to see that. That would excite me. Um, man. Grisham, Grisham turning into a top 10 center fielder in baseball. Uh, I want to see that. That would excite me. So those are, uh, you said one thing. I gave you a few things. $3 super chat, three things that I want to see. All right. Thank you everyone for the time. Again, I really, really appreciate it. I appreciate all of you. Have a great one and go Padres.